Today we're going to talk about disappointment. There are two things which need to be talked about with regards to disappointment. The first is expecting disappointment. The second is what to do when we are actually disappointed. You may not have recognized it, but you might just be one of those people who expects disappointment in your life. You might be one of those people who doesn't let yourself get your hopes up. Those of us who expect disappointment in life experience a life of constriction. But the constriction of what? The constriction of joy. Those of us who expect disappointment do not let ourselves feel positive emotion. We feel a kind of familiar safe comfort when we are feeling negative emotional states like sadness, because when we feel that way we are sure that there is no further to fall and that we will not be able to be disappointed from that place. This is important to understand. If you are a person who thinks that depression or sadness feels real, or that there is a kind of familiar hominess and a settled trust in negative emotional states like depression and sadness, the reason is that you not only expect it, but you are also desperately afraid of disappointment. And the only time we are guaranteed emotional safety, therefore, is when we are already feeling unhappy. Those of us who expect disappointment panic when things are looking up. We're always trying to look for the negative in every situation so we don't get blindsided by it. We experience love as a kind of nostalgic missing of something before that object of our love is even gone. We feel the most powerless and desperate when things go well for us because we live our lives according to the belief that the universe is out to get us and that the higher they rise, the harder they fall. Most of us who experience the expectation of disappointment see ourselves as a disappointment. We expect ourselves to be a disappointment. That's because when we were little, we felt like a disappointment to the authority figures who were around us. Teachers, family members, parents, maybe even siblings. Nothing we ever do is good enough to mean that we have worth and value. If things went well for us, it would mean that we are worthy of them going right for us, and we simply can't believe that. We believe we're not worthy of positive treatment by the universe. We think we do not deserve things to work out for us. We think we do not deserve that big break or that perfect mate or that pay raise. We don't know why we don't deserve life to go well for us or what we did to deserve that pain. All we know is that we must deserve it because that is what we have become accustomed to getting. What's even worse is that those of us who fear and expect disappointment train ourselves to expect the worst case scenario. Now this is a problem in a reality where mind creates the universe you live in. When mind creates reality and you expect disappointment, you are literally in the creation pattern of disappointment. So it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. But I want to remind you that when you're working with somebody who is currently in the vibration of expecting disappointment, or if you yourself are expecting disappointment, 
The very worst thing you can do is to remind someone that it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. This does no good. In reality, all it does is make a person feel shame for expecting disappointment. It causes them to worry about the way that they are worrying. If you're the kind of person who chronically expects disappointment, it's important to make a list of times that you expected disappointment, or the worst case scenario to happen, and it didn't occur. Maybe we expected we would be stood up on a date, but they just ended up being late because of a traffic jam. Maybe we expected someone to die, but they ended up recovering. Maybe we expected an opportunity to fall through that just took a little more time to come through. The point is, when you are looking at proof that disappointment does not always happen to you, your brain cannot attach to the expectation of disappointment with so much fervor anymore. The basic fear that lies underneath the lives and minds of those people who expect disappointment is the belief and the fear in powerlessness. Mainly, the powerlessness that is felt is the idea that one does not create their own reality. People who expect disappointment think that life happens to them, that they have no real way of controlling whether they feel good or whether they feel bad. I want to repeat this because it's so important. The only people who fear disappointment are those who think that they do not ultimately have control over their lives. They think that their life experience is determined by something larger and more powerful than them. Many of us who carry the belief that we create our own reality do not carry this belief to our core because the belief in our powerlessness runs even deeper. It is a holdover from our childhood experience. If you expect disappointment, it's crucial that you prove to yourself that you create your own reality. The way to do this is to use visualization every day, only five minutes a day, no more. Set a timer, and for those five minutes, I want you to focus on something that does not matter to you. But use the same thing to focus on for the period of two weeks. The reason I want you to pick something that doesn't matter to you is because you don't have a whole lot of resistance to that particular subject. So, for example, I don't really care much about bowling balls. In my day-to-day -day life, I don't have many feelings one way or the other towards bowling balls. I'm very neutral towards them. This enables me to focus on bowling balls without having any vibration within me that pulls against the idea of a bowling ball. As opposed to, say, somebody who really wanted something like money, but had all kinds of beliefs like, money doesn't grow on trees, I don't deserve money, it won't come to me. That energy provides a level of resistance which disables you from focusing in a pure way on that particular subject. So we want to save those big deal subjects until you actually believe you create your own reality. So to begin with, start with something that you're very neutral about, that you don't care about one way or the other, and focus on that thing for five minutes every day. Make this visualization as real as you possibly can. Then what you're going to do is watch for that particular subject matter to show up in your life. So I'm going to watch for bowling balls to show up in my reality. The law of attraction makes it so that it's universal law that whatever you focus on is now included in your vibration and must become a part of your reality according to your own personal beliefs. So if I focus on bowling balls, they must show up in my reality. You might find yourself bombarded by this particular subject matter after you start visualizing it. 
It's not that it was always there and you didn't recognize it. What it is is that now that you're a vibrational match to it, you are being drawn to it and it is being drawn to you. The most crucial part of this particular exercise is that you recognize that your mind is what is creating your reality. If you think about something, it must appear. This will demolish the idea of powerlessness you have to your reality, and thus it won't make as much sense for you to expect disappointment. I also want to say that worrying is tied in integrally with expecting disappointment, and so is the idea that one doesn't deserve. Because of this, if you struggle with expecting disappointment in your life, I want you to go watch my YouTube video called Deserving. I also want you to look for my YouTube video called How to Stop Worrying. Both of those videos will help you greatly with this particular issue. So now I want to give you some suggestions for dealing with disappointment once it happens. Number one, let yourself feel and express that disappointment. Admit to it. We are not adept as people at allowing ourselves to go through a process without trying to speed it up. This resistance to feeling disappointment keeps us stuck in disappointment. Let yourself express to others or into a journal how disappointed you feel and let yourself sink into and explore the sensations and emotions and feelings associated with that disappointment without having to change it. You need to be genuinely ready to move forward in order to move forward. And you can't do that until you face disappointment and faced what you feel. You should never expect yourself to just get over it. Number two is gain some perspective. It's a good idea to involve other people in your disappointment. Why? Because their perspective may serve you to look at the situation in a different way. But I want to stress that it's very essential that you let yourself feel and experience the disappointment fully before you take this particular step. Because we don't want other people's perspectives to be your reason to invalidate the emotions of disappointment and thus tell you to not feel that way. Number three, don't take it personally. Most of us take it personally when we experience disappointment. We start looking for what we did to deserve that kind of pain. Insight about the experience can only come if you are not taking it personally. You aren't going to learn anything if you're beating yourself up or shaming yourself, which is what self-blame is. It is important to understand that our experiences have nothing to do with deserving or not deserving, being good enough or not being good enough. It has to do with our thoughts and our true desires. The law of attraction is not a personal process. It responds by mirroring your vibration exactly, your vibration which is dictated by your most dominant thoughts. It is not selective about who or what it applies itself to. It is as impartial as gravity. It is not here to punish you. Number four, if something disappointing happens, begin to look for, or at least remain open to, the possibility of a silver lining. You can't really know whether that particular opportunity or person or thing was actually what you were asking for. Perhaps it wasn't. Perhaps what you have actually been asking for is right around the corner. Finding approval for something that has disappointed us is one of the most crucial steps to overcoming disappointment or moving through disappointment. I can assure you that there is always something positive to find about every single disappointment. For me, one of my favorite things to do is to write a list of positive aspects in a positive aspect journal about a disappointment which I have suffered. Not only does this 
cause me to look for the positives in the situation. It also disables my mind from spiraling into an abyss. Five, practice the art of non-attachment. It is possible to desire something whilst not becoming attached to the outcome. But I really want to make it clear that detachment is different than non-attachment. Detachment is a coping mechanism. It is a self-defense strategy. Non-attachment is a practice of trust and allowing the universe to deliver your desires to you in ways that you cannot even foresee yet. This process helps you to not limit yourself to one outcome. It is to recognize that your desires could come in completely unexpected ways, and the more attached we are to a certain thing, the more we exclude other opportunities and possibilities that might be even better. Number six, make a new plan. Disappointments are often an indication that something needs to be changed. Disappointment provides an opportunity to reevaluate. When we are disappointed, it means we need to change our approach to getting what we want. What insight was gained from the disappointment? What needs to be done differently in the future? There is always something valuable to be learned from disappointment. But keep in mind this is only valid if the thing you learn is empowering. If you are thinking, well, what I learned is definitely that next time I get my hopes up, I need to stop counting my chickens before they hatch and expect disappointment. You're not actually opening yourself to learning. You're closing yourself off to pain, and there's a difference. And I want you also to understand that there is nothing wrong about switching your horses midstream, nothing wrong about changing course. Some of the most brilliant inventions in human history have been the result of massive disappointment. They've come on the heels of disappointment because that disappointment was just jarring enough to make people change things radically, to make radical changes that worked. 7. Take note of things that are going right for you right here and now, things that you have that you enjoy. When we slip into disappointment, we begin to see our lives in terms of lack. The tease and loss of what we wanted has made us more aware of the absence of wanted things in our life. To counteract this tailspin, we can simply sit down and take note of all the things that we do want in our lives that are already part of our lives. What are you grateful for? What do you love about your life? What successes do you already have under your belt? What is good about your life? This will enable you to see the bigger picture. Don't just think big, think small too. If you enjoy your cup of coffee in the morning, that is something good that you have. The more good things you recognize that you have, the less absent your life will seem of things that are wanted, and the less deprived you will feel. 8. Don't take action, take a break. Disappointment is a serious self-blow to our self-confidence, so we don't want to take any kind of action from that vibrational set point. It's important that we take the time to move through disappointment and allow inspiration to come forth instead. If not, we're acting from a space of desperation, and anyone who's been seriously disappointed knows how bad it feels to act from a place of desperation. It is extremely painful, and it doesn't ever yield positive results. You never want to do anything from a vibration of disappointment, and when you do begin again to go in the direction of what you want, think baby steps. Disappointment being a blow to self-confidence means that when you accomplish little steps, your confidence will increase and you will find it easier to work up to positive expectation again and believe that what you want is meant to be yours. 9. Be open to new and unforeseen opportunities. 
There is a quote that I've always loved, regardless of how religious it happens to be. When God closes a door, he opens a window. It basically means that the universe cannot close an opportunity without opening an opportunity. Just because you feel disappointed today does not mean that you should be. In fact, most of the time we are simply taking inventory too soon. We cannot yet see that what we have always been asking for is right around the corner and that in years to come we will be glad the thing we thought we wanted didn't come through. 10. Never stop going in the direction of what you want and never give up. Life is meaningless if it is not lived for the purpose of happiness and passion, and disappointment is nothing but a ditch in the road of life. If you allow yourself to be stopped by that ditch which we call disappointment, then your life will become meaningless, and I can assure you that a life that is lived, that is nothing more than a chain of disappointments, is still a million times better than a life that is meaningless because it is without joy. Anyone who has given up on their own dreams can tell you this. I want you to understand something very important. Universal expansion, and even personal expansion, can only happen as the result of lining up with your new desires. It can only happen if you achieve your desires. If you don't achieve your desires, you never achieve the new platform of perspective. You never achieve the platform from which to desire more, from which to expand more. And so it is not in the universe's best interest for you to want something and not get it. That means it's not in the universe's best interest for you to be disappointed, nor is it in your best interest to be disappointed. And if it's not in the universe's best interest for you to be disappointed because it thwarts expansion, then you do not come to this life to be disappointed, and everything you could possibly want is meant to be yours. This means that all disappointment is temporary. Have a good week.